This is Lon Winters with Graphic Elephants. This is Jimmy Lamp. This is Matt Masalo with the RhinestoneWorld.com. And you're listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. And you are listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. Podcast. Hosted by... My name is Terry Combs RG. Regular Guy. And Aaron Montgomery. We're just regular guys having fun and uh, trying to, to make a living in this really cool and exciting industry. I think we all want to succeed 100% of the time seek to understand before I try and make myself understood. Bring a ton of great information. Coming to you live from somewhere dark, dirty, and dank. All right. Well, welcome into the show. It is Friday, December 2nd, 2022. I'm Terry Combs, and you can find me at terrycombs.com. And I'm Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at oursuccessgroup.com. Uh, did you say December, Terry. What what are what are you doing to me? Crazy, huh? <laughs> Where did twenty twenty two go? And maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who knows? I, we keep getting back to this new normal, right? That's what we're. Uh, <laughs> right. So, uh, well, today, Terry, we've got a great show uh, planned for you. We've got uh, Travis Ross with Make Your Mark Design. He's going to be uh, joining us here momentarily to talk about print on demand. Um, this is the this is the season too. So. Uh, <laughs> if if frantic is the feel, that's uh, <laughs> we get it right. I I, I feel that way personally. So I, I'm I know you are hard at it right up until showtime. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> packing and shipping, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So me, good stuff. Me on the other hand, Aaron, uh, I have so much vacation time left that uh, you know, just back from the Caribbean, just back from Thanksgiving, <laughs> I took today off. I took Monday off. I'm taking the <laughs> following Monday off. I'm taking Christmas week off. <laughs> You want to take a day off for me? Would you? Do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, today's the day, man. I'll, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll thanks, let you. Buddy. I'll let you know how much uh, how much you enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, all right, good, good. I appreciate that. Um, and Terry, we're also uh, in Reggie season as well. So before uh, we get into the news segment here, I want to remind everybody: one week left to get your votes in. So if you'll head over to tworegularguys.com and uh, you can click on the the banner right at the top, or you can go to tworegularguys.com forward slash Reggie's. Uh, so next week, Terry, uh, you got your tux dusted off. I, I am ready to go, and uh, I, I went in and did my votes this week because you know you and I each get one vote, and yeah. uh, and looked like a lot of activity over there. So it's going to be exciting. A uh, yeah. couple couple of neck and neck races going on some, as well. Some tight races, yeah. And I've seen all the promotion out there, people uh, rallying the troops, so to speak. So uh. yeah, that, which is perfectly <laughs> fine. Hey. We, we love it, and uh, we're That's looking right. forward to having uh, a lot of folks uh, in, in the show next week, and hopefully some of our winners we'll be able to reach out to and have them, uh, them on the show as well. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. All right, well, Terry, let's... Um, before we talk to our regulars, we've got some news that we want to get to. We've got Matt from Graphics Pro going to join us here in just one moment. So you, are you ready for the news, Terry? I'm ready for the news. I love this new segment. I say it every week, but this is awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. All right, Eric, we are ready. Hello, Aaron, Terry, regulators. Matt Dixon with Graphics Pro here. Thank you so much for having me today. Let's jump into the news. Restaurant chain Denny's recently sold 150 t-shirts at $5.99 each that essentially act as a breakfast subscription allowing wearers to redeem a free breakfast once a day for a year. Each t-shirt has a QR code, so directly onto the sleeve. The t-shirt can be redeemed each day for a free everyday value slam, which contains two eggs, two strips of bacon, or sausage strips, and the wearer's choice of either two buttermilk pancakes, one slice of French toast, or a biscuit and gravy. 
Assuming the wearer cashes in on this deal every day is a $2,186 value, or about 3% of the financing necessary for emergency bypass surgery. The Twilight Zone version of this story would be that the t-shirts only come in small. For our next item, Brothers International Products Division recently opened up an innovation center located in its existing facility in Bartlett, Tennessee, just outside of Memphis. This new 7,000 square foot building features a showroom and training center that is designed to demonstrate the full capabilities of digital direct-to-garment printing. It also will include equipment and training for Brothers Industrial Sewing Machine Division. Now on to sports. Formula One Racing and PacSun have unveiled their first clothing line partnership. And starting on December 12th, this collection will be offered at a few PacSun locations or online at PacSun.com. The complete spring 2023 collection is a six-piece fashion line featuring famous patterns with racing components and neutral tones. This comes in preparation of the 2023 Formula One schedule, which includes trips to Miami, Austin, and Las Vegas. In other news, in case you didn't think the embroidery industry was electric enough, a team of engineers at North Carolina State University has devised a technique that allows embroider embroidering power-generating yarns into fabric. This, te this technique offers a low-cost, scalable potential method for making wearable devices. Researchers relied on a method of generating electricity called the triboelectric effect, which involves harnessing electrons exchanged by two different materials similar to static electricity. To make them durable enough to withstand the stress of bending of the embroidery stitching process, they use commercially available copper wiring that contains a thin polyurethane coating. You won't be able to jumpstart your car or perform an emergency defibrillation with this yet, but it is washing machine safe. And finally, speaking of embroidery, in case you can't get enough embroidery action while at the office, Apple Arcade now has available an embroidery-based video game called Stitch. This mobile puzzle game is said to be relaxing, which I assume means that during the game, you won't be constantly having customers tell you that they can get the same thing cheaper down the street. That's the scoop from the Graphics Pro News Desk. Gentlemen, back to you. Wow. I, uh, I, I know what Eric's getting for Christmas, uh, embroidery, the game, because I'm sure that's what he wants to do in his spare time. Uh, and, and hey, we would have never found that Denny's story. I love it. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, and, and just, yeah, like you said, Terry, this new segment is fantastic. And we so appreciate the support of, of folks like Graphics Pro. And, and Matt, that was fantastic. Uh, I feel like Matt and Eric got together on this one. That was pretty embroidery heavy, so I like it. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that, that was great. Uh, thank you, Matt. And uh, make sure you guys are signed up for the newsletter over there. Get over there and check that stuff out. And uh, we'll have a link in the show notes. And, and uh We'll, we'll be posting that new segment itself out on YouTube a little bit later. So uh, awesome. All right, Terry. Well, um, let's keep moving. We want to get Travis in here pretty quickly, but uh, we, we can't uh, not have a dad joke, though. And, and I'm going to just real quick before we get to the dad joke here. Now, uh, Christopher Kretz is uh, who turned me on and pointed me to Travis uh, to bring Travis in here. And uh, I, I heard that Travis can do some dad jokes, too. So we might have to ah. ask him for one. I don't know. We're putting him on the spot right away. Right. Say, hey, welcome to re <laughs> two regular guys. Let's put you on the spot. But I know you've got a Christmas themed one, Terry. So let's start there. I do. I do. It's the holiday season. So, uh, Aaron, uh, have you ever heard of the Christmas alphabet? I have not heard of the Christmas alphabet. Yeah, it only has 25 letters. There's no L. 
No L. <laughs> did Eric There's... phonetically spell that for us so he, he people did. visually can see it? I was for him to spell it out. And oh, no, there it is. Yeah. Well, now he's yeah. got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there, there's All our right. dad joke. Very good. A very uh, <laughs> time of the year, season specific. So we, we love that. Uh, On but, point yeah. seasonal. Exactly. Yes, All right, Eric, before we go any further, we want to thank everybody for checking out the two regular guys podcast. We are always looking for new guests. So if you or anyone you know would like to come and join us, go to calendly.com slash two, the number two, regular guys, and uh, share your show ideas. If you are listening to the podcast version of the show, we would appreciate you sharing the Two Regular Guys podcast with all your industry friends so they can become regulators too. And we would appreciate you giving us a review here at the end of the year. Perfect time to do it. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Podcast, or wherever you do your podcast listening. We are everywhere. And if you're watching us live right now, please join in with your comments and your questions. Yeah. Speaking of comments and questions, Terry, uh, we've got some regulators in here. So let's real quick say hi to them. We've got Tanya checking in earlier this morning. There we go. Thank you, Eric. And we've got Yosta checking in from Sweden. Uppsala, I believe, is is the, the name there. And uh, Nikki Ademkowitz. Yes, I think I got it right again. Look at that. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> I, I see another name on here that I'm going to butcher. So I just was, you know, the ones that I can get right. Um, and then, Terry, I, I don't know how you should take this comment from Kim Johnson. Uh, she may need a vacation after you take all of your vacations. So I don't know. <laughs> Any comments, Yeah, she doesn't Terry? want to hear me say, so what are you doing now? Do you need any help with that? <laughs> Get out of my hair, Terry. Uh, all right. Uh, go write a book or something, dude. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, good morning to Cindy King and uh, James Ortolani checking in from Pittsburgh, Kansas, and Jerry Dahlheimer. Hello. And Becky Gallimore. Thank you guys for being here. All right. Well, let's hear a quick word uh, about... Uh, program that I've got going on over at our success group uh, called Consult With Me, and uh, then we will get Travis on here finally, Terry. Does that sound good? Awesome. Let's do it. Hello, small business owners. So are you tired of wasting your money on shiny objects or listening to those gurus tell you how they made their fortune, yet it doesn't seem to work for you? It's time to take your business to the next level. My name's Aaron Montgomery, and we've got some awesome resources. Head over to coachosg.com to check it out. Just need five minutes of quick advice? Use the AME. Are you working on your business plan? Let me utilize my 40 years of experience and help you look for new perspectives. Having a hard time pricing your products? Are you out there on Facebook saying, what should I charge for this? Let me give you some ideas and help you find the right price. Are you tired of being a goal setter and never actually reaching your goals? Well, why don't you become a goal getter? Sign up here and we'll figure out how to set that goal correctly and then hold you accountable. I take a lot of pride in supporting people just like you. I'm incredibly excited to support you, cheer you on, and lead you to your idea of success. All right. Well, check that out. And uh, again, go over to uh, uh, that, that website that was on there and uh, check that out. So, all right, Terry, well, let's, are you ready to do this finally? We, we've, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know that uh, Travis is uh, in the middle of a, of a production crush. So <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's get him in here and uh, hear what he has to say. 
Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about this. Such a cool topic, uh, print on demand. So Travis Ross has always had the entrepreneurial bug, but early in his career could never find the perfect fit. Uh, after being laid off in 2015, he jumped headfirst into selling physical products on Amazon using uh, arbitrage, and wholesale, and private label, as well as launching the Rocky Mountain Resellers Conference in Denver. Uh, in 2017, he began experimenting with print-on-demand and now owns and operates Make Your Mark Design, a full-service POD, a pod fulfillment service with five different printing methods. He also co-hosts the print-on-demand cast each week with, uh, and I'm going to just really do a horrible job with this, so Josiah uh, Safentis and has spoken at different events about the print-on-demand industry. So Travis currently lives just north of Denver, Colorado with his wife and five kids. So welcome into the show, Travis. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah, You're so, a fellow podcaster, so you have all the gear. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got my, got my cool mic and yeah, we, we've been down this road a few times. We actually use StreamYard on our, on our show as well. So oh, awesome. very cool. Very cool. <laughs> and how long have you guys been doing that podcast for Travis? Uh, just over two. Well, yeah, just over two years now. That's so awesome. we've got like a hundred and 20 That's episodes awesome. or something like that. Um, it's a great time. It's just Josiah Sifuentes. Okay. Just, all right. Just, just was, helping you out there. Yeah. I appreciate that help. <laughs> I need all the help I can get with that for sure. Um, well, that's really cool. It's, yeah, getting over that one one year mark is a, is a big deal for podcasters. Yeah. So, congrats on that. Yeah, man. that's awesome. Thanks. Man. Yeah, we we hear that people uh, <clears throat> at about six episodes kind of run out of things to talk about. So, <laughs> oh well, we ran so, out of things to talk about a long time ago. We just you know recycle and rinse and repeat. That's awesome. You know, <laughs> you know that's smart. Yeah, it's really smart. Yeah, I, I'm kind of the stop me if you've heard this. <laughs> Right, but I never stop. I just uh, (laughs) just appreciate the fact that you have heard it before. But (laughs) well, hey, let's jump jump in. Uh, And and so, tell us what got you into the print on demand industry. Sure. So, um, like you said in in the intro, kind of, I was uh, I was laid off in 2015, and so I started jumping into to um, uh, Amazon.com, and so I was doing uh, arbitrage. I was doing private label. I was doing wholesale, um, all kinds of different, uh, all kinds of different ways to basically make a buck um, on Amazon. And I had already been doing that before I got laid off. And so when I got laid off, I said, let's just jump into this. Uh, We had a little bit of extra money um, and had a a little bit of a runway. So I just jumped in. really just did everything I could to, to build that business did, did pretty well with it. In fact, we started a conference where we brought everybody into, um, into Denver and, uh, we're teaching them basically how to, how to, you know, buy and sell things to, to on Amazon, uh, and other podcasts or other, uh, sales channels. And, um, in 2000, so that was in 2000, one of the years I heard somebody talking about sublimating coffee mugs. Uh, it was after hours. It was in the bar. You know, that's where all the great things happen at the conferences. Um, and someone was, te- you know, talking about doing this and they were like, yeah, you can, you know, you can get a regular inkjet printer and you can just convert it. You can use these convert kits. So I literally did that. I went on eBay and bought a, a, a clamshell press. Uh, I bought a, you know, a $25, $30, you know, inkjet printer and, and converted it over to uh, uh, sublimation dyes and uh, started doing this because I, I had... I had the ability to create listings already on Amazon because I'd, I'd been doing that a lot with my private label products. Um, and I had all of these 
designs because I was in the merch by Amazon uh, program as well. And I had, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of designs. And I'm like, well, why don't I repurpose these? These are my assets. Let's repurpose them. So I just started listing like crazy and they started selling. It was really kind of cool. Um, and so that just kind of grew and grew and grew. Um, and the the arbitrage and going to the stores and buying things to sell on Amazon, those kind of, you know, faded into the into the background as I really spent more and more time. We eventually moved to a facility, um, bought a DTG machine. I bought a, uh, an Epson F2100. That was my our first machine. Um, and then uh, now we're here uh, in at a different facility, a little bit larger facility. We've got um, UV, um, we've got embroidery, we've got... Uh, obviously DTG and sublimation and laser engraving and all of these in one way or another can be used um, with print on demand, believe it or not. We also obviously do kind of local things in the area. Um, you know, there's kind of that demar when you plant your Google flag, uh, you know, in the, in the ground, people find you. And so we do some local things, but, um, but our primary business is fulfillment for our products that we sell on all these channels. And then we also fulfill for other people who sell on these channels, like, you know, Walmart, Etsy, Amazon, uh, and the list goes on Shopify, you know, the list goes on. Yeah. Yeah. So Travis, you, you talk, talk about these channels, right? So you, you obviously started in Amazon, you're, you're expanding out. I mean, <clears throat> did that kind of happen organically or, or, you know, like, how does, how does that look? Where, where you, you talked a little bit about what you're selling, but you're also fulfilling for others. So maybe tell us a little bit more mm -hmm. about the channels and just kind of how that's evolved for you. Sure. Well, um, I'm not sure exactly what you want to know, but like Amazon, uh, it, it's a, to get a professional plan, it's, it's $40 a month. So it's really not a whole lot. If you, okay. if you don't have a professional plan, they charge you $1 for everything you sell. So once you sell 40 things a month, it makes sense to get the professional professional plan. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that even even people that don't have print shops are doing this because there's people like me that will fulfill for them gotcha. on their behalf. Um, so an order comes in. Um, it it we use uh, Order Desk. If you're familiar with that, mm -hmm. it comes into Order Desk for one of our clients. Um, which they basically have time to make sure that the art's right, and then they put it into another folder that's called Ready to Print every 24 hours the ready to print folder gets pushed to our ship station. Um, and then we have a shipping label that we can see all of the details. We know what department it's for. We know what color it is. We know what product it is. We know what design goes with that because that's, that's all comprised in order desk. Uh, we, we basically do the product. We print the shipping label, um, ship station passes it back to order desk, which passes it back to Amazon or Walmart or yeah. wherever. Um, and then the product gets to the customer and, Hopefully they're really happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, so yeah, I, I love the. So I'm, I've been involved in a in a similar company that was order desk and all that other other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, no longer working with them, but it's so interesting to kind of see that evolve, right? Because now you're doing a lot of your own products as well, right? Though, right. But or mm -hmm. what kind of a mix are you seeing in that? Or you leaning one way or the other? Well, I mean, if you're talking about product mix, uh, definitely coffee mugs is our biggest. Um, okay. And that's just because that's how we got started. And we we basically got a really good um, system, you know, lots of SOPs. We got a, you know, at, at one point I had, um, I think, four designers and five other um, like virtual assistants. Uh, they were all based in the Philippines. They're 
really amazing people, but we had this whole kind of almost assembly line to get these products, um, you know, the, the idea for the design and then the actual design done. And then the, um, we upload to Amazon using spreadsheets because it's yep. just more efficient. Um, and then basically building out those spreadsheets with the, you know, the different titles and the different, uh, keywords and all of that stuff. So we had this kind of a whole assembly line thing, just trying to list as many products as we can, as many coffee mugs, you know, specifically as we could. Uh, we also do a few other things. We do, you know, some totes, we do some uh, framed signs uh, that we, we, they're, they're really cool. We have, we actually have a guy who does signs or uh, who does the frames for us and stains them. And then we just cut melamine and then put it in our UV machine, prints it. It's a gorgeous, you know, almost it's like picture perfect. Wow. Um, and then we, you know, nail it together and, yeah. and ship it out. So, so we do some wow. of that stuff, some t-shirts of course. And, yeah. um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it, it, there's really the, the, the most challenging thing is to come up with the system to efficiently list all of these products. Yeah. It's not the actual making of the products. That's the hard part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, Terry, I, I, this is why I love talking to people like Travis, because like, there's so much gold in, in just what he just said there. Right. We're talking about what, like that last statement, I think is pure gold, but even talking about, you know, I've got to have SOPs. We started with mugs, but that's what we're good mm -hmm. at. Right. Stick with that. I think people coming into this industry, they want to, Oh, that looks cool. I want to try that. I want to try that. I want to play with this. I get the sample pack. I'm going to do everything. And it's like, yeah, and you never get good at anything, and then you continue to <laughs> yeah. struggle, right? <laughs> I have many sample packs that are not that are still samples; <laughs> they're not products yet. <laughs> yes, right, yeah, right. indeed, it's all great well, ideas. <laughs> I wish I could help you in your business, but apparently, I own too many coffee mugs. I've been told, so <laughs> I have to clear some out to be able to buy new ones. So. <laughs> well, hey, we've got the Reggies coming up, Terry. Maybe, uh, maybe we can outsource this year. And I don't. Want to make it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. I love yeah, it. Yeah, you let me know. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, um, hey, real, real quick, one other quick question, Terry. Sorry to interrupt because yeah. I'm, I, you know, I love this stuff. So, what, when you talk about print on demand, Travis, again, kind of another wide open question so wherever you want to run with it go but what what does that kind of mean to you like what 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 is print on demand it gets thrown out there sure. pod a lot right all that kind of stuff but i don't necessarily think people understand what it means yeah I, and this is um uh, we all use the phrase print on demand and and i think what we what we generally mean by that is something that can be a one-off that the order comes in and you can print it because the demand is there. You know, the, and, and what that also means is that the product didn't exist until the order came in. So all of those products you see out there that, you know, on Amazon or Etsy or wherever, a lot of those are just mock-ups, you know, they're not actually, somebody didn't actually make the product and then take a picture of it to yeah. put it online. A lot of those are just mock-ups. They don't exist until the, you know, so like I have, you know, 50,000 plus, you know, listings on Amazon, I probably have only made half of those, if that. I don't know what the actual ratio is. But so 25,000 plus don't even exist. They never have. And they may never actually exist. They're just <laughs> uh, available. And so that's the print on demand side. But yeah. I think the, the, the phrase that I like to actually use um, is more fulfillment by demand. Because it, yeah. it really is. It really is the fulfillment piece that makes it unique because anybody can print, you know, a coffee mug. But can you do that for somebody that's four states away 
and get it to their customer. And, you know, you're really just fulfilling it. You know, I mean, that's, that's the, that's really what your customer or, you know, my customers, my clients want me to do is fulfill yeah. whatever orders that come in and figure out the way, um, you know, if they don't have their art right, make sure that, uh, you know, I get with them or, you know, I have one person that every once in a while will get a piece of art that has a white background for a t-shirt, you know, and it's like, ah, no, yeah. that's not going to work. You need to get us, you know, and so we catch those things. And so yeah. really we're a fulfillment partner with, with people that, um, uh, you know, that, that are selling on these different channels. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but no, I, totally I, I like that. I like that phrase fulfillment on demand, you know, yeah. because I mean, any, any print shop is technically print on demand. It just might be two to four weeks before, <laughs> you know, <laughs> before they get their thousand shirts, you know, from the screen yeah. printer, it's still printing on demand because the demand comes when the order comes in. This is, this is more the, the print on demand or the fulfillment on demand is more, um, being able to, you know, it's locational print or fulfillment uh, in in a specific spot to 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 get that two to five day window that the Amazon buyer expects, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's so, so important that people understand about that, right, is because, like you said, the, the actual making part's probably the easiest part of, of the process. Yeah. It's it's the logistics, the, the fulfillment side that you talked about. So I, I love that. All right, Terry, I got all excited. I just took over. I apologize. <laughs> I know you get excited about this, so I, I, do. I don't want to get do. in your way. <laughs> All right. Well, so Travis, what other ways are you involved in the print on demand industry besides, you know, actually doing the selling? Well, um, I mean, obviously we've got that podcast that we put out, um, just trying to help people kind of demystify the whole thing. Um, yeah, it's printondemandcast.com. You can check that out. And, We're actually, and, yeah, go are ahead. those, are those listeners, are, are those all people who say, Hey, I want to do this too. Is that, is that pretty much the, the listener you have there? Yeah. Um, so we've, we've done the Cardinal sin in podcasting. We haven't really nailed down our audience. So our audience is really everybody that does anything from, uh, so, so people that have their own shops, they're doing kind of what we're doing. They're fulfilling other people's orders mm -hmm. to the person who's just on Merch by Amazon or the what I call the royalty-based print-on-demand sites, you know, the red bubbles and those types of things where yeah. they just license your art and you get a royalty. Um, so we have that whole gamut of people that are listening to our show. So sometimes we'll be talking about more royalty-based, more print-on-demand, um, royalty-based print-on-demand, and then other times we'll be talking about what I call the seller of record print on demand, like the Etsy, Amazon, when you, where you are actually the seller of record, it's not Etsy selling it to them. It's you selling it to them on the Etsy platform. Whereas merch by Amazon, it's Amazon selling it to them and paying you a royalty for your art that they put on their product that they sent. Um, so, so that's the print on demand cast. That's kind of our, our audience there. Um, there's, you know, a couple of other things that, uh, you know, we do, um, you know, with Graphics Pro, um, I'm, I'm going to be speaking to ISS um, later in January in Long Beach and then um, in Atlantic City. So I'm trying to get out there and, and, you know, just be in the community because I've that's the thing. That's really the reason we started the podcast was just so we could be out there and, and uh, learn. I mean, we, we always talk about Josiah and I talk about when we up, when we interview somebody, we get to be the first listeners. And we get right. to learn all of the things. And you guys yeah. know this, you yeah. know, it's, it's so unique to, you get so many ideas, you get so, so inspired. Um, it's, it's, uh, that's the fun part of, of, uh, of print on demand to me is like, 
getting out there and, and learning all of the different things that people are doing and, and the way they are um, moving this industry forward. It's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. I, I love that. Right, you mentioned, uh, well, I mentioned, I guess, uh, when we were talking about your bio there, the, the conference, is that, uh, is that kind of come and gone? Yeah. Yeah. We did that for three years. It was okay. more of a, an Amazon conference. Um, okay. And since I'm not really, I mean, I still sell on Amazon, but I'm not doing it the way I used to do yeah. it. And yeah. yeah. And okay. I just don't have time for it anymore. All right. Well, Travis, you and I'll have to get together when things slow down a little bit and, uh, and chat. Maybe we need to bring out a <laughs> print on demand <laughs> conference. Let's do it. Let's do it. I love it. Uh, like you said, you know, we get this opportunity to t chat, get excited, get ideas. Like, yeah, get it going. So, <laughs> yeah, um, sure. so I guess let's, let's turn the corner here just a little bit, Travis. So we talk to a lot of decorators, people that are, are mm -hmm. making the products, screen printers, embroiderers, sublimators, all that kind of stuff. In fact, uh, Becky Gallimore in here asked, uh, in fact, let's just get to that one first. How do you print one shirt? Sure. So um, we have a uh, we have a couple of DTG machines. So they're direct to garment, yeah. um, and so it uses uh, uses a water based ink. You first pre treat the shirt so the inks will adhere to it, um, which is basically the the pre treat's really like salt water and glue. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, if if you want to boil it down to it. And you, you make sure the shirt's dry, then you put it into the, uh, the DTG machine and it will, it's a digital print. And that's the beauty of, see all of our products here, uh, or all of our machines or all of our processes are all digitally based. And so that's the reason, or that's the way that we can do just one shirt. Um, sure. it's literally think about a DTG machine, like a big inkjet printer, yeah. um, except it uses DTG inks and it's massive. <laughs> sure, sure. And, and so, yeah, go ahead. Do, yeah, no, I was just gonna like, uh, you, you also mentioned you had some embroidery. Is that, how are you able to fit that into the, the kind of on-demand space? That, that's a little more tricky because okay. obviously you have to have the digitized file. Um, and we do, we have, uh, we have Melco MT 16. So each one of those heads can be doing something different, which that kind of helps, but yes, um, before anyone, we have kind of a pre-screening process with our, um, with our uh, clients. And if they're going to be doing embroidery, we make sure that all of the files that they have to offer are digitized and in kind of that order desk inventory system that I talked about before. Yeah. So when the order comes through, we see what color hat it is or what it, you know, what the product is and the file, the digitized file is right there ready uh, ready to go. And so we just sew it out, put it in a box and ship it out. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then you mentioned, uh, that you started with the F 2100. Are, are you mm -hmm. uh, still an Epson guy? T Terry's a big Epson guy, by the way, just so I've got, know. we've got two of the, uh, F 30, what, what are they? 3060s? 3070s. 3070s. Yeah. Oh, very so nice. we've got two of those. Those are amazing, amazing machines. They'll print a full front. Uh, Oh, this is, you guys will appreciate this. So yeah. it, do you recognize my shirt? Do you recognize that? That is an F21 print pattern. And then underneath it oh. says it's going to be a good day. Because when you get that. Oh, now I got it. Yeah. That I is awesome. Isn't that great? I think Eric actually saw it earlier and posted some in the private comments. I love that. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't see it until now. That's cool. That is extraordinary. Uh, yeah. I love that. I might have to borrow your concept. <laughs> hey, I know a guy that can print that for you, Terry. So his name's yeah. Travis. He's right below yeah. you on screen. Um, <laughs> uh, 
I love it. Uh, let's get, hit a couple other quick comments from the regulators here, Terry. Um, Jerry Dahlheimer says, love print on demand. I've done other on-demand sales concepts on eBay over the years. So, mm-hmm. um, and then Eric in the comments there says, uh, fleet of singles, definitely the way to go for POD embroidery. Also, mm-hmm. if you sell a name, title, slogan, personalization, you can serve text a little easier online embroiderers. So sure. Eric's our resident embroidery guy, Travis. So we have to. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen Eric online. So yeah, uh, you know you know he's the man. I know right. I know he, yeah he's the man. <laughs> I love it, I love it. All right, Terry. Well, again, I get all excited and I just can't control myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so so, how can our listeners leverage the the equipment they have and their skills and and, and use this print on demand model? How how can people listening sure. right now get involved? Sure. I mean, you know, you, you, if you have a shop, you've probably been to a trade show. You've probably seen all the DTG and all these different things, but it really depends on what equipment you already have or if you're interested in acquiring more equipment. Um, you know, if you're a screen printer, you can still be in the print-on-demand game. You just have to make sure that your clients have enough volume that you can print in a run that makes sense and then store those shirts as opposed to – it's not as much on-demand. Um as it is kind of pre-printing them. Um, but uh, one of the things that you can do, and one of the things that we do, is we reach out to influencers on Instagram, on TikTok, on all these different platforms. We just DM them. Um, and, you know, it's not me doing it as much as it is some of my other people that are a little younger, you know, and have a little more uh, savvy <laughs> with that stuff. But um, we have, you know, all of these different people that, uh, we, we, we create stores for. And the cool thing, if you're a, if you're a shop owner, you probably already have like a deco or a Printavo or an Inksoft or something like that, some type of shop management software. And most of those, if not all of those have a store feature. And so you can mm-hmm. literally reach out to these, uh, influencers, people who have people that are watching their content for whatever reason and say, Hey, have you ever thought about selling t-shirts or selling merch on your store. Um, and then you can actually create a store for them, get their logos. You know, if you have a designer, you can get their logos done, all of that stuff. And you can start that way. That's one way that you can do that. Um, and it depends on what equipment you have to what actual products you're going to produce for them. Um, the other way is, you know, if you're a, if you've been in business for a long time, there's, there's a good chance that you have a lot of design assets that you've never used, that you've never, that's never been printed on, you know, that, that customer wanted this type of thing and you gave them four options. They picked one and you still have three that never, you know, never left any anywhere. You could actually sign up for an Amazon account. You could start doing that. I, I think Etsy's probably the lowest barrier to entry. If you're talking about some of those sales channels, some of those yeah. fulfillment mo- uh, channels. Um, but you could start doing that and just Get on there. Um, you'll need to create a mock-up, which those are very easy. There's a place called uh, uh, placeit.net that you can go. Um, it's, it's an Envato product, if you know the company Envato. Um, placeit.net is incredible with all kinds of lifestyle mock-ups. And, um, you know, just you basically just, if you have a PNG with a transparent background, you just drag it onto the thing and spits out a really cool image that has, like, texture and all of that. Um and just create your mock-ups and see, and just kind of throw stuff at the wall, see what sells. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so there's a lot of different ways to get into this game and it, you know, it may require a piece of uh, equipment, 
that you don't have, but you might be able to use that laser engraver that you already have and start doing uh, leatherette patch hats and start putting those up there, you know, or, um, you know, if you have a UV machine or if you have an, I mean, it, all of these things, you know, you can actually, um, you can find a print on demand solution for, for pretty much everything. I, the only one that won't do, you basically just need a digital file or something that will take a digital file and then you can do a one-off. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's not the best for, for if you're just doing screen printing, uh, but if you're doing some of these other things, I think that there's there's an opportunity for you there. Yeah. You know, and, and pre-DTG, uh, there were, uh, you know, I teach screen printing classes and there were multiple people who came to my classes who were doing similar work, but they just came to class to learn how to print transfers. And then they had yeah. blank inventory and stacks of transfers and kind of like mm -hmm. you, uh, hey, if they don't sell, I got a stack of paper. Uh, but if they do, I just, uh, I've got my heat press and I'm just making one-offs of, uh, in whatever color and size you want. So, um, you know, so screen printers, uh, there's still hope for you out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and it's so cool. And it's just a totally different way of thinking, I think, in a lot of ways, Travis, because, you know, everybody thinks they got to get volume, 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 and right. you're doing volume, you're just doing a lot of one vol volume together so you have to build mm -hmm. that system that allows right. you to you know yes instead of doing a run of a hundred shirts you're going to do a whole a run of a hundred different shirts <laughs> yeah i remember when when we uh when josiah and i first got started um we went to a, a, what was then the nbm it's now graphics pro expo and it was in portland and it was our first trade show in the printing industry um and we went up there and um I, we we were just blown away. It was like, you know, drinking from a fire hose. It was, I highly recommend if you've never been to a trade show, go to one. Just find one and go because it'll blow your mind. But as we were walking around, we were asking all these people, so so what do you guys do uh, with your e-commerce, you know, what with the e-commerce side of your business? And I'm not kidding. Every single one of them said, why would we do e-commerce? We have so much business. We have so much local business. We don't need to do e-commerce. Yeah. And we were like, whoa, there's there's a hole in the industry right now yeah. and we had the experience with the e-commerce and so yeah. that's that's really what uh got us into the fulfillment business was because we saw that there at that time uh there weren't a whole lot of people that were doing that um now you can find you know you throw a rock and you can hit a hit a print on demand fulfillment center it seems yeah <laughs> well yeah, a little sure. thing called covid came about and you that's were, true you, you you were already ahead of the game and all those guys were scrambling saying hey what was that e-commerce that guy was talking about in portland <laughs> <laughs> right yeah totally but i think the other cool part about the the print on demand and and you know kind of that e-commerce thing and, and if especially if you're you're doing the printing like you said you're out there finding influencers and stuff like that, they can, you don't need thousands and thousands of those people, you know, the, mm -hmm. somebody can hit and, and they can, they can feed you pretty good. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the danger really is for them to sell too many things and, you know, all of a sudden we've got to run a second shift, you know? Yeah. Um, but yes, you're, you're absolutely right. One particular, one client can really, really just crush it. If you, yeah. you know, if the, uh, you know, if everything comes together. Sure. And, and having somebody like you on, on that side, right. Because you bring that e-commerce experience, you can, you know, you, you're educating people on how they can bring more business your way. Mm -hmm. And I, I would imagine. So 
Um, all right. Well, I guess we've talked about all the, the rainbows and ponies and how great everything is. Right? <laughs> <Unicorns>. <laughs> yeah, the unicorns and, and uh, you know, all is great in the world. But are there some pitfalls? Are there some things that people need to kind of be aware of if they're looking to get into print on demand? No, there's nothing wrong with it. It's perfect. It's perfect. Um, no. perfect. All right, good. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, of course there's pitfalls, just like there's pitfalls to any any business. I mean, SOPs, standard op- operating procedures are your friend. Um, you need to, you really need to understand the flow from the sales channel to your production. Um, you know, it's it's a little bit different than selling uh, you know, widgets online, you know, you kind of your e-commerce widget, you know, cause you get an order for widget a and you go to the, the bin where widget a is and you grab it and you box it and you ship it. Yeah. Um, obviously we've introduced a, a little bit of a twist in there because you might still be going to widget a's box, which happens to be a red large Gildan 64,000. But now you've got to take it to the printer and you've got to make sure that the right art goes okay. on that shirt. And, you know, I, I like probably many of your listeners have a whole bunch of misprints because those two things didn't happen. And the more you can dial that in and make sure that doesn't happen, um, you know, the better you'll be in the long run. I mean, the other pitfall, um, if you're doing fulfillment for others, and I don't know that it's necessarily a pitfall, but it's something that you have to consider Uh, you're selling, you are constantly selling wholesale pricing to all of these people because they're, they're actually selling it on the line. They're the seller of record and you have to give it to them wholesale. If you can build out your own catalog of your own products, you can sell retail, which is, you know, that was, that's part of our business. And that, that retail sale, obviously um, I don't have to pay anybody for. So there's a lot more margin there for me when I sell a product that's, that I own. Um, so you just have to take, you know, you really need to know your numbers, um, and make sure that, and it's not just how much is the shirt, how much is the ink? It's how much time did it take? How much are you paying the person to do that? And that took that time. And it's not just how long did it take them to print it? It's how long did it take them to print it and package it (laughs) and all of those things, you know, you have to take all of those things into consideration, but I, I think that's more just, um, kind of sound business strategies, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. make sure your SOPs are, are, are in line and you know, your numbers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you'd be pretty yeah. shocked though. Uh, I did a, a, a seminar out. I can't remember where it was. doesn't matter. And uh, there was about 150 people that I asked how many people here know how much it costs you just to Aaron, I, I think we may have lost sound with you. Yeah. I was wondering, Uh oh, is Aaron gone? <laughs> I, Aaron, we can see you moving your lips, but we don't hear any sound. <laughs> and it was such a cliffhanger too. There were hundreds of people in a room, and then and, and I said, "It's gone." <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe uh, Aaron will jump back in here and uh, and be sure. able to finish that story for us. But so, uh, why don't we pull out your crystal ball? And we always like to get people to, to give us their predictions. So what do you think the future holds for print on demand or, or is print on demand the future? Yeah. Uh, so 
it's funny that you asked me this because we on, on the print on demand cast, we actually have what we call the magic questions. And at the end of the interview, we ask them a few different questions. And this one is almost always asked. Um, so I have a lot of answers actually from a lot of different people. Um, one of the, um, first of all, I think print on demand is the future. I, I mean, and it doesn't necessarily just mean DTG is the future or, um, you know, sublimation is, the, it doesn't mean any of that. It just means that, Print on demand, being able to print on demand is the future. And I think we're going to see that. I think 3D printing is going to be print on demandable um, wow. at some point. I think we're going to get better technology. It's going to be faster. It's going to be, um, you know, more at, uh, at, you'll be able to do it at scale. Um, and I think so, you know, eventually you, you need a, a, a part for your dishwasher and instead of, calling the manufacturer, you go to a print on demand person and they have that part ready to go. And you just order it from them because it's faster and, you know, maybe or whatever. And so I think that in other words, there are so many ways that print on demand can go. Um, particularly when 3d printing becomes more mainstream, um, that it's really going to blow your mind. And I think we're still kind of in the infancy, you know, DTF is a relatively new print method uh, direct to film which you can do with your dtg machine you don't have to have a new machine you if you already have a dtg machine you can do dtf yeah. that's uh, a very print on demandable uh you know print style um but yeah to directly answer your question i think it is the future um i i don't think it's going to displace like screen printing yeah. or any of those other things um but i think it's going to be more and more of uh in the in the general population stream of consciousness because people want things they want a they want them personalized you can't do that if you're doing screen printing um you know if you have all of the people that are going to the the conference and you want their name on everything well that's going to be really difficult unless you come up with some type of strange solution for it if if you're just doing if, you're, if you don't have the ability to do print on demand um and i think that's just across the board all right, yeah, am I back? Uh, by the way, you're you're back, yeah. and you left us with a cliffhanger. I'm in a okay. room with 150 people, and <laughs> oh, see, okay, we'll just leave it at that. No, I'm just. <laughs> um, so yeah, room 150 people. I asked how many of you know how much it costs to be in business each day, and zero of them uh, knew that information. And these were you know new new business owners, you know new people coming into the industry. So yeah, I, I think you'll be. <laughs> pretty pretty surprised i mean that's kind of yeah. why uh todd and i started our success group back in january 2020 to, to work on that problem so i appreciate that you understand that like you said at, at that's kind of the foundational level and, and if people miss that part i think it's uh, going to be a hard way to get your business going right you, you know <laughs> and, and when you mentioned the 3d printing I, I i immediately start thinking about those gutter companies you know where they they've got the they've got the uh the metal in the truck and they okay i need a, a an 18 foot piece of guttering and they, and they, and they actually, they're making it in the back of the truck. I'm picturing sure. that dishwasher guy going, Hey Jim, uh, run out there and get me one of the, and print me one of these gaskets like this. Exactly. <laughs> runs out to the truck, prints it out, puts it in. Okay. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we had a, yeah. I mean, that's, that goes to every, every element of our, of our society. We had a garage thing, garage door, our, our roll up in the back uh, was damaged. And the guy's like, yeah, well, I don't have the part. I got to go, you know, if you had a 3d printer, 
you know, maybe 10, 20 years down the road, he goes to yep. his, like you say, to his truck and just prints the part and comes back in and, and I'm, and I'm, I'm good to go same day, you know? Yeah. I, I, so yeah, you can't sleep on this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's really awesome. Jetsons. Yeah. That's really awesome. I love that. Wow. Okay. Well, Travis, uh, we're kind of getting it and I know you got to get it back into your day too. Tell, tell. Oh, you just went out again. Yeah, we've lost you, Aaron, but what Aaron was about to say, and I don't know if he can hear me because he's still talking, but uh, usually <laughs> when we drop out, we start speaking Spanish for each other, but uh, <laughs> But what he was going to ask you is how can people find you? Uh, sure. So um, obviously we've got the print on demand cast uh, and you can go to printondemandcast.com. We're we're kind of in the middle of revamping that website, but it's it's still there. We've got a Facebook group, printondemandcast.com slash Facebook. Um, if you just want like a list of all of our episodes and then all of the different channels you go to, um, you can go to the Anchor uh, site. It's anchor.fm slash printondemandcast. That's how we you know get the podcast out of there. But it's got you know all 120 episodes or so on there. Um, if you're interested in um, just checking out our facility here, uh, our, our fulfillment facility, it's make your mark dot design. Um, and you can, you know, take a look at our website there. If you, you can contact me at Travis at make your mark dot design. Uh, if you have any questions or if you're interested in maybe having us fulfill for you, or you're just interested in like, what does it look like to be a fulfillment place? And you just have some questions. I, I love talking about this stuff. That's why we have the podcast. So feel free to reach out to me. Well, you're like us. Uh, it's all about education, and and it's all about uh, sharing. And and uh, there there are no secrets. So let's all work together and share. So you, sure. we have a similar mindset. But we really, really appreciate you being on. Uh, tons of great information, Travis. So thanks so much, and uh, we'll uh, hope to have you back in uh, 2023. Awesome. You, thanks, guys, for having me. Appreciate it. We'll see you later. Awesome. Thanks. thanks. All right. Well, fantastic information. Yeah. In, incredible. Incredible. I hope uh, my technical difficulties didn't get in the way of that, but uh, really great to have Travis on as, as you guys can tell, I get super excited about that stuff. So I love <laughs> th this is like Travis with his podcast, right? We get to meet people like Travis when we do this podcast. So well, exactly right. And he said, you know, doing that for two years, we've been, we've been meeting and learning from all of you for 10 years. And, uh, and it's, it's, uh, I think it's made, uh, both of us better at what we do, Aaron, and, and our, in our businesses and in our personal lives. So yeah. Yeah. It's, and uh, it's and been seeing great. people like Travis getting out there, right. And let's cover this area. And, and, uh, you know, we've been asked this before, Terry, like, you know, oh, when somebody else has got a podcast, is, is that like competition? No, more, 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 the better. Let's, exactly right. Let's exactly educate right. And, people. <laughs> and, just, and just like Travis was saying, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I've found success doing this. Now I want to tell other people how they can be successful. You know, if you're good at what you do, uh, th there's no competition that's going to hurt you. Uh, you know, you, it, it, it's like you, uh, Aaron, you know, it's, uh, uh, the rising seas, right? <laughs> yeah, the rising tide lifts all boats. That's right. <laughs> uh, awesome. All right. Well, Terry, well, we're what a great episode. Um, some of the regulators commented that as well. Uh, so Tanya says, great topic. Thank you, um, Ramona. When we were talking about uh, the knowing your numbers, um, she says, I'm walking back and forth between my machine. I know my uh, per day number to cover my daily expenses. You put me on that path. Yeah. So. That's, nice. that's, that's what we built at our success group, trying to help people with that, that resource. So, uh, 
it's great to, to hear somebody is using that. So I love it. Thanks for having <laughs> Well, we do again, uh, Aaron, as you mentioned, next week, uh, we, everybody's got one more week to go out and, and vote at two regular guys, the number two regular guys.com. And, and uh, we have a lot of great nominees and, a couple of weeks ago, we listed everybody that got nominated, which was uh, a lot of people. And mm-hmm. and so pretty excited about the 10th annual Reggie Awards. It's crazy, huh? 10 years. Crazy. Super crazy. Yeah. And and like you said, uh, it's been it's been hopping over there. Uh, the, the service that I use to track the uh, um, <laughs> the votes. Right. Uh, there's a certain number of votes that it, it will handle before you have to upgrade the plan. So. I got the notice that I had to upgrade the plan. I'm like, dang, I went and looked. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was a little surprised when I went and I was doing my votes. I'm like, holy cow, there's a, there's a lot of activity over here. Yeah, yeah. So good. And like you said, there's some tight races. So get in there, uh, tworegularguys.com forward slash Reggie's and uh, check that out. As Terry mentioned, Terry and I and Eric and everybody just has has one vote. So uh you know, we're 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 excited to see who the winners are just just as you guys are and uh We'll, we'll frantically the night uh, before the show start reaching out to people saying, hey, come join us tomorrow morning and then make Eric's life living hell on Friday morning. So. <laughs> All these people sitting in the green room. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, man. Awesome. Well, Terry, uh, I think I think we've done a done a great job today. I think uh, we can uh, call it a day, don't, don't you? Or we, let's I, talk I about we're... what you've got coming up and, and then uh, then we can close yeah. it out. Uh, I, I've been avoiding uh, getting into my 2023 um, uh, list of items yet, but I have one more thing to wrap out, uh, wrap up uh, 2022. I'm going to be at Workhorse Products in Phoenix, December 10th and 11th, so next weekend. And uh, I'm going to be teaching my uh, complete screen printing business course. The 2023 classes for both Chicago and Phoenix are all lined out. And uh, if you want to find those, you can go to my website, terrycombs.com. And uh, I will be in Long Beach. I'm not speaking in Long Beach. I know that Eric will be, uh, but um, we're going to be doing some new and exciting things at the Equipment Zone booth. And we're going to be doing some decorating for the folks over at Sandmar. And I'll uh, have some more information about that coming up. And um, we do have uh, an event, a virtual DTG DTF um, class we're going to be doing uh it's going to be a couple of hours for an equipment zone jay basella and myself are going to host that and we'll get you some more information about that as well as There we go. Sorry about that, Terry. You cut out for a second and it looked like Aaron also cut out at the same time. So I'm coming in with the uh, producer credit to try and help out <laughs> with what's going on. Uh, because that's what's going on, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my stuff that I have going on rather than have you guys read it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> at least so we have something to end the show on. Uh, so I, I do have some stuff going on. As you guys know, today is the take up. Uh, so today we have uh, episode 136, and that is uh, Stock Machine Embroidery Designs and Fonts, Review, Revise, and Repurpose. No matter which mode you use them in, and by the way, print on demand is one of the ways you use stock designs in embroidery in one ways you can. Uh, you'll often find yourself needing to check them out for quality, edit them for your particular application, and take them apart just to put them back together in a way that works for you. In my, this episode today, I'm going to be revisiting the topic of how to handle stock designs. You can find that at ericcampbell.com on the Take Up tab at the top of the site. 
Also, uh, as you said, I am absolutely teaching at Impressions Expo. It's not quite the Eric Campbell wing that you like to give me from the last time <laughs> I was teaching six units that time, but I am still teaching four units coming up in January, which I, I, I feel in my soul right now that I'm teaching four classes very soon and don't have all my stuff submitted yet, but I will be there uh, teaching and getting stuff going for Impressions Expo. So check that out at impressionsexpo.com. Otherwise, you can find me at ericcampbell.com. Now, I think Aaron right. is still out of commission, so uh, I am going to go ahead and read Aaron's stuff. Unless, Perfect. Unless you're back. Well, I think I'm back. Uh, so you let, got let's, audio. All right. <laughs> let's, let's have yeah. you back on to read your yeah. stuff. <laughs> I'll just real quick. I, really just one thing. Go for uh, it. The, well, two things. Uh, the virtual applique getaway is happening, so you can still check that out, osg.link forward slash virtual AG. Um, so that that's, uh, in fact, uh, it's, I can't remember, the six, I believe, I'm going to be doing a live in that with uh, Sheila Ryan and Christine Shreve. Uh, so I'm looking forward to joining them. Uh, but the, the the webinars are all, all recorded, too. So they do some live, and they've got a bunch of recorded webinars. So um, you can check that out. I think it goes until February. Um, but then also next week, uh, December 7th at 3 p.m. Central Time, I'm going to be over there with uh, Sprite and Bo from Condi, from Condi Systems. And um, it, we're going to be talking about stressed out for the holidays, right? Ways to kind of manage the... Uh, manage the chaos and, and go from uh, from frantic to strategic and using some of my success principles tools and, and, and different things like that. Um, so we're going to be just kind of breaking that down uh, together next week, and, and I'm looking forward to joining them. Um, and Eric, it's really late here, but uh, if you go to uh, ditrans.com forward slash info slash upcoming dash webinars, and uh, I will put that actually in the If you wouldn't mind so. whipping that out there for you. <laughs> yeah, I will well, try to screen. All that. Go for it, right? Yeah, no, right. I, I, will put it, I will put that in the comments myself. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, before I have any more technical issues, guys, thank you guys so much. Thanks very much to Travis. And uh, make sure you check out his podcast. Go go see if you can work with him. Uh, go buy that shirt from him, that, uh, that DTG uh, print shirt. That's awesome. Um, I need to know where the Amazon link is, awesome. Travis. I so. love it. I <laughs> <laughs> couldn't help commenting. I'm in the chat blowing him up because I was like, oh, man, that's that nozzle check pattern. I died. <laughs> that's it's really so good. Cool. Plastic shirt, dude. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Well, as as we talked about, next week is the Reggies, so uh, we'll be uh, donned in our formal gear and no, um, t-shirts. Probably we're in the t-shirt industry, but uh, <laughs> so looking forward to that next week. And uh, yeah, and so definitely uh, excited. Everybody, get out there and vote. We want to thank show producer Eric Campbell and thanks Eric for jumping in and uh, and helping tried, out. Folks. So exactly. <laughs> Till then, I'm Terry Combs. He's Eric Campbell. He's Aaron Montgomery. And we are the two regular guys. Here we go. We're out. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash tworegularguys, or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash tworegularguys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, tworegularguys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week.